Good afternoon, everyone. This is episode 45 of the Off Topical Podcast. My name is Gardner. My name is Raven. And Google says you're using compromised passwords. Are you? Plus, Apple gets sued because their iCloud service relies on Google and Azure, and they forgot to mention it. And a judge orders Georgia to switch to paper ballots. And we think that's a good thing, right, Raven? Oh, yes. Paper ballots all the way. All this and more today. All right, first story today. Google says you're using compromised passwords, even though you know that they're being that they've been compromised. Uh, did you read this story, Raven? I haven't uh, read this specific article from ZDNet yet. Um, however, Google has been saying this for a while now, actually. Yeah. You know, I've been hearing it what for like the past year at least about yep. it. Yeah. Essentially, what they're saying is that uh people have people get informed about uh a breach of their password and th yet they still use their password that has been compromised on other services um wow yeah and it's wow i think that it might be a lack of understanding about what uh, a breached password actually means you know, like when yeah. your credentials are breached, I don't think the lay person understands exactly the implications of that. Or it happens so much. Everyone's just kind of desensitized to it, you know, because there's so yeah. many breaches these days. They're just like Ugh, another one. I don't want to change it. Whatever. Screw it. Yeah. I mean, so my ex called me up a couple of weeks ago and she was like, uh, Hey, I'm I'm having so much trouble creating an Instagram account for my business, and I'm like, really? That's weird. And she's like, yeah, and I can like, I can actually see the account, but I can't log into it. I'm like, it's I'm like, what's wrong? She's oh well, it says that there's like, uh, what what I can't remember exactly what she said, but like, it said there were two, uh, that the credentials or some there was something wrong. The account was like fishy. And so they, they like disabled her account, but they could still see it. And she like literally just created the account. It still exists on Instagram, but she's been locked out of signing into it. And I'm nice. like, okay, that's weird. Now, you, now she gets to go through the fun, proving that it's her and all that other crap. Right. So, Ugh. but here's, this is what happened. She used the exact same credentials that she used on a compromised website. To create her Instagram account. The same email and the same password. And I'm like, that's your problem. Like, the problem is you you use these compromised passwords. And she's like, yeah, but why would someone, like, try to attack, like, get access to my account? Why, why are someone targeting me? I'm like, they're not targeting you. They have a list of known, you know, email and passwords that have, they've been able to corroborate across all these different leaks and they just spam logging in with those username and passwords. They're not targeting you. But when they get access, then, you know, that's that's like valuable to them having like a bunch of compromised Instagram accounts. So it's like people don't understand that you're not you. The individual isn't being targeted. But if your data has been leaked, if your compromised passwords and email addresses are out there or usernames are out there, then people are going, if you use them somewhere else on the web, 
they're going to be compromised and those accounts that you have are going to be compromised too it's like people don't understand that yeah no they really don't however i have to say google wanting to be the gatekeeper is horrifying like it's like yeah. you know google might have a point like people are dealing with old passwords and i do get do you remember the open id movement many 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 I years do. ago when yeah. everyone wanted to use like that's basically what they're trying to do you know you create one password for your open id and then you sign in everywhere with open id and you don't really expose your password and they'll keep it super super safe right the downside is it's like if that breaches uh everything just got exposed yeah so i mean and that's the problem with google google has had its own fair share of breaches not to mention i don't really think anyone really wants to trust google with anything at this like no like they do bring up a valid point they do they really do um people do ignore security breach warnings and google does have a point that those authentication services do have they do have their place and they do have their upsides and their downsides the problem is is i personally just don't trust google and also you know i i just have my password book and it's not a literal physical book by the way um <laughs> but it's, it's actually, in, it's a program I wrote, and it's just an encrypted text file that stores all my passwords that I have to decrypt every single time I want the password. Nice. And it's annoying, by the way. It's very annoying. But it's safe, right? You know, if someone yeah. gets a hold of my computer and somehow manages to actually sign in, which would be a miracle in of itself, um, they won't be able to get access to my passwords, which is very handy. Nice. Um, so, anyway... So, yeah, I, I just don't trust I don't trust Google. No. And I, I use I use unique randomly. And I know people are like, ah, randomly generated passwords are bad. Randomly generated passwords are only bad if you have to remember them to put them in. Yeah. So in if you have like what I do with a password book, by the way, it sucks when I have to use my phone to sign into my bank because my bank is only, you know, my bank will only allow 32 characters <laughs> drives me insane yeah and it won't bank, allow special characters my bank only allows 24 characters that is stupid yeah it's not like i keep my money there or anything <laughs> um so uh anytime i have to sign in on the phone app because like uh i'm sure your bank allows it too probably but like you can cash checks and various other things yeah. like from your phone and anytime I want to do that, I'm like, oh, like sometimes I'll go days without cashing the check just because I don't want to sign in because it takes me forever to sit there and put in the password because you know, it's 32 characters and it's all uppercase, lowercase and numbers and it takes a while. Raven. I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you what? using a bespoke solution when you can have something like NextCloud passwords? Because I don't, I don't. Well, for starters, on my phone, I really don't want my phone having any of that information on it anyway because it's an Android. Well, um, yeah. once Purism, once I have my Purism phone, I will probably switch to that. So then I can just actually at that point, I might just put a similar I might write a similar tool to my password book and put it on there. So I can mm -hmm. just copy it over and, you know, not worry about it. But yeah. for right now, I, I trust my Android phone. Not very much. No, I don't trust my Android phone that much. But on the same token, like, um. I need convenience. Like I, I can't, I can't, Ugh, I can't. I'm fine with being inconvenienced for certain things uh, and signing into my bank on my phone is one of those. Yeah. I, I only use it to cash checks because it's like I have a computer and um, the, the app on the phone, it, it's not bad, 
but it's much easier to see everything on my 4K monitor than it is. I have to scroll less, so I just I prefer to sign in from my computer. Yeah. Personal preferences, you know. But as far as Google goes, I mean, really, would you be fine with Google like having like a a, a password, um, and then you know, just just letting yourself sign in with Google ID or whatever the hell they're gonna call no. it? No, I mean they already have it, but I assume they were gonna come up with something new. Yeah, so like that already exists, and Facebook and Google have been yeah. doing it forever. Um, I oh, do yeah. not like that. I don't use that. Um, Mm-mm. It's that's there are a few places me. I have to use it and it sucks. Say what? There are a few places where I've had to use it before. Like if you want to use the uh, default game engine, it's by the people that um, King. You know, I, I believe they make Candy Crush and oh yeah 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 you know, a bunch of other stuff. They they have their own uh, open source uh, engine. Oh okay. Called default and uh, it's great. Like don't get me wrong, it's open source. I think it's open source. I, it's free at least. Um, and they update it every two weeks and so and I was. I was trying it out the other day and I was like, you know, I was actually pretty impressed with it, by the way. Like, it's pretty cool to see like a big company like that. I've known about it for a couple of years, but I've never really tried it. Um, but it's really cool to see a big company like that just release their entire tool set for anyone. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Anyway, back on topic. Um, dude, I, I have to sign in with my Google ID to be able to download it. Ugh. And I was like, how do I create an account? You can't create an account. You have to use the Google ID. And I'm like, on the one hand, I kind of see why they did that because they don't have to worry about storing anyone's crap. Yeah. Like, on the other hand, I was like, ugh, because I hate linking anything to my Google account. I hate using my Google account. Yeah. Let me put it to you this way. My Google account should only exist for YouTube and nothing else. And so far, that's pretty much all it exists for. I've been able to keep it that that's all it exists for. Yeah. But, I, I There should be, like an open standard for authentication and i mean like open id yeah well i know there's (laughs) open id but it's like how many sites actually implement that none i think it i think they shut it down oh did they maybe they didn't i don't know i haven't seen it in forever so it's entirely possible it still exists but no one uses it yeah but i like like i said i i totally understand like you know you you want open id and i would prefer that but at the same time we already tried that now then again you know you know it's 2019 maybe it's time for you know a resurgence of some of those platforms you know i'm starting to see trends of stuff reappearing from like 10 years ago which is pretty neat the thing is it's like you know with with the fact that like over over the uh the 21 billion login attempts 1.5 percent of them used known compromised credentials that's a lot i mean that's like 470 uh, something thousand 460 thousand uh attempts to log in and it's like that's a lot of people there's a lot of accounts that could be compromised and people are very bad at passwords tell me about it it's like tell me about it it, it's like you know you were saying earlier you said something like people people say that you know randomly generated passwords are bad they are not necessarily bad but it's bad for your grandma to use randomly generated passwords because she will write them down. And when you write them down, that's a huge breach right there. That's oh, there's yeah. so much potential for for that to leak. And it's like, you know, what we need is a simple platform that allows for authentication like 
public-private key exchange, or you know, public key exchange for for logging in and stuff like that, where it's abstracted away from the end user, so they don't have to to actually know what's going on. Oh yeah, you know what? I totally agree, and I'm I'm with you. Like, I mean, it won't be for me. I will continue to use, you know, my million or so randomly generated passwords. And when one of them gets compromised, I just go in and change the randomly generated password. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't changed my Google one in a while, but it hasn't breached. So I'm not really all that concerned. I think it's 120 characters or 128, something like that. Nice. Yeah. My, yeah, it'll never be brute forced, but my it might Google be dropped one day. password is, I think it's like 60 characters. Yeah, I, w- I go for the max of whatever it is. <laughs> I know it really doesn't matter because no one brute forces even 16-character passwords. But, right. Um, I'm like, eh, screw it. I'm going to eat up some database. <laughs> nice. doesn't really hurt me anyway. I'm just copy-pasting it. So A lot whatever. of – uh, I read a study a while ago that said that a lot of uh, password hashing algorithms, even if they don't have, like, a character limit – they do, and they'll just chop off the last yeah. n characters, and then encrypt the the first uh, however many characters that there is, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> did you know? I don't know if they still do this or not. I don't. I so, you know, no one bite my head off or anything. But uh, did you know for a long time, and they might still do this. I don't know. Did you know that Blizzard would force lowercase all passwords? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, for World of Warcraft, because, you know, World of Warcraft used to get really popular. And one of the and back in the day, um, it was a lit. I don't remember it being like super hard to reset, but people like would call Blizzard tech support to get their passwords reset. It, I don't remember if that was like a forced thing or like they tried to sign in too many times. And they got locked out or whatever. Uh, but them forcing everything to be lowercase heavily resolve the problem at the course the expense of security i do not think they do that anymore hmm. um i think they finally learned their lesson i do know that during diablo 3 however my account got compromised about every half hour oh my god yep because they had like exposed irc channel you know for their chat yeah and they were just able to somehow spoof my password and or not my no no sorry uh Oh, I remember how it worked now. So basically, because they had an IRC channel, they were able to switch to my username. And then, you know, the system would flag it and it would boot me out. Hmm. That was a widespread problem on launch day. They fixed it after a couple of days. But I remember being really pissed with tech support because, you know, I just bought a game for $60 and I wasn't able to play it for three days because for some reason they just kept changing themselves to my name and I kept getting locked out. And it would take so long to get it reset. Because, you know, I'd have to sit there on the phone for two hours listening to god-awful music. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're you're Blizzard. Can't you just play, like, the War of Warcraft OST or the Diablo OST? No, you have to play, like, fucking elevator music? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, it's bad, dude. It is bad. Yeah. It's like you have this amazing musical score, and you won't use it. I don't know. Maybe they do use it now, but I remember elevator music. It could have just been I was so angry. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember yelling at the poor lady, like, why is this happening? Why does it keep happening? Because, you know, I I, mean, dude, I couldn't even get into the game. I'd create a character, and as soon as I'd sign in, someone would have already switched me and booted me. Yeah. 
It turns out if you're going to use IRC, you shouldn't allow people to switch their usernames. It's just not <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's stupid. I, but yeah, I don't, I don't foresee this going well. And you know, right now, you know, with um, all the leaks, and there was another leak this week showing that Google does have blacklists, which is super cool. Not really. Um, where's the trust in Google? I mean, they do, like I said, they bring up a valid point. But why should we trust Google? I mean, I I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just last year in 2018 that they were working for the Chinese government to build a firewall that they also claimed that they haven't worked. You know, they claimed before Congress that they haven't worked with China since 2010, even though they had that uh, firewall project in 2017. Up into almost, yeah, almost up into 2019. They were like, yeah, we've never worked with them since then. It's like, um, but you had this really big project and your employees walked out in protest of it yeah it's really weird i'm surprised no one in the government called him out on that shit but whatever yeah it's you know we're supposed to trust them though yeah they're they're i they're they have our best interests at heart yeah i don't trust google (laughs) at all not not one iota um when they do research like this i find it interesting to read um, but I'm not, uh, I don't trust them. And, and they do, they bring up a good point. Like they actually bring up a good point. Like just because it's Google doesn't mean we should dismiss it. Like right. they bring up a legitimate point. They just shouldn't be the ones to fix it. No. Yeah. They should not be the arbiters of passwords or, or login authentication yeah. and neither should Microsoft. I think it should be like an industry standard where all these companies have to work together. Like maybe they are required to by law or something. Because this yeah. is this is too big to have one company like Google, you know, control yeah. authentication. It has to be an open uh, platform that's controlled by, you know, public free interest. Software foundation. <laughs> by what? Let the free software foundation run it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that... the entire the entire code and and system will be open source. Yeah. With you know, they actually have a pretty secure website in fairness. Yeah. Laptop, well they're they actually do they they would run it, but they wouldn't website. get anything implemented by before the year twenty forty four. No, it would take forever. <laughs> it would take absolutely forever. Of course it could be due to the fact there's only like thirteen of them. Or um the EFF could run it. Oh yeah. That would they're, work. They're pretty good. Yeah. They have a nice legal team as well. Hmm. I like the EFF. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I like their. Uh, they have the Let's Encrypt, and Let's Encrypt is awesome. Yeah, Let's... I don't like trust Mozilla either. I don't think anyone running a anything with uh, the web should really be in charge, because that just yeah. opens up to like at first it'll be fine, and then before we know it, the whole internet will be running off Mozilla, and then someone at Mozilla will get an idea of, I don't like this person or this group or. I just want to destroy my competition and watch the world burn. Right. Because, <laughs> like, eh. you know, everything's a slippery slope, no matter what. Everything's a slippery slope. So should always, that's why diversifying power is nice, but, eh. Well, what do you guys think? Do you think we're living in a fantasy world? <laughs> let, us, let us know in the show notes, forum.heavyelement.io. We want to know what you guys have to say about about uh, passwords and, and what can be done to fix the problem with user authentication. Um, 
forum.heavyelement.io. You can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm at the Linux Gamer, and he is at Raven67854. So if you're watching the video version, I just added the the uh, webcam because, you know, people were complaining that the footage from the last episode was bad. That was because it was coming from a camcorder, a cheap old camcorder. And so I wanted to just switch this over to to have some something interesting to look at. We're still figuring out what to do on the YouTube channel. And if you're not subscribed already, head over to YouTube.com and look for uh, Off Topical the Off Topical Podcast, because we actually have a YouTube channel now. Alright, next up, Apple was sued for not disclosing that iCloud storage relies on third-party services. Uh, Are you surprised by this at all, Raven? No. Um, You know, on the one hand, I wonder what this argument is going to be, right? Because they, they claim in their terms of service that it's only stored by Apple. And when you get an Amazon, you know, instance or a Google instance or Microsoft Azure instance, whatever, you know, you, you effectively rent that storage. Yeah. So Apple could make an argument that it's no different to rent that cloud space than it is to buy server space at, you know, some random data center. And I'm right. wondering if that's the argument they're going to make. Um, am I surprised that they store it on a cloud? Good Lord, no. I mean, no. like 99 cents gets you like a terabyte of information. Hell yeah, they're stored yeah. on cloud platforms. Oh man, like I was, uh, so I thought that it was public knowledge that iCloud used Google uh, Google Cloud service. Um, I didn't know that, uh, I didn't know that it used AWS um, or Microsoft Azure as well. Um, you know, it probably uses all three, and all oh, yeah. three store the same data, and they just, like, they're, you it's know, like, like can't redundant. get it from one instance. Yeah. It yeah. would not surprise me, because you know they have a sweet deal with all three companies. Oh, of course. So. Yeah. I just can't believe they can afford it at 99 cents a month. Right. Yeah. It I might mean, went the, up. It the might more, went up. The more data that you store, the higher that goes, obviously. But, um. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, essentially what Apple customers are mad about, and rightfully so, is that uh, when you look at the the contract for iCloud, it basically says when iCloud is enabled, your content will be automatically sent to and stored by Apple. Um, And that is, uh, you know, not necessarily true. (laughs) No, it's not true. But like I said, they could probably make the argument that they rent those servers and therefore under their control. Like yeah. Rent that space. And, and in the article that, that we're talking about here, uh, Apple says that they encrypt all the information before they send it to third parties. But that makes still, me wonder where are they encrypting it? Yeah. Are they encrypting it on the device before they send it out? Is that why the device gets really hot whenever it syncs with <laughs> Apple? Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think that's possible because it doesn't get hot when it sends it to the thing. So I don't know. And, and you know, too, this was probably a stopgap as well. Like, because it says at the end of the article that they plan to invest $10 billion in the U.S. to expand um, 
data centers. Like they're not going to build data. Well, they're going to build data centers, but they're also going to, you know, literally rent huge spaces in other data centers, which means they're going to have to build these buildings just to store Apple's crap. Yeah. Which is fine. But I mean, on the one hand, I do see where people are worried, but on the other hand, or like, I don't personally view it too much of a difference between renting the space in a data center you don't control and Amazon cloud. I really right. don't because anyone can access the data at either instance. I'm not going to argue about which one is easier or not, because that really just depends. Um, do I think it's kind of misleading? Yeah, I do. But on the other hand, I don't, I personally just don't feel like they have much ground to stand on as far as the suit goes, but we'll have to see. Cause right now tech companies are hated. So and public opinion will shift a lawsuit. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, my my question is, why should the richest company in the world be expected to shell out cash when they can save money and <laughs> and rent servers? Yeah. You know what I'm I, saying? I, like, like I said, I think it was a stopgap. Like I think they needed yeah. time to start building their own data centers and renting data centers. And you know, when they launched, you know, iCloud, I don't really think they were expecting you know what they got like i don't think they were i mean i'm fairly certain they knew it was going to do well but i don't think they were expecting it to do that well you know what i mean like because iCloud's pretty damn popular as, you know. yeah like, i mean my boss uses it to sync her files and she also uses dude it's so it's so messed up dude my yeah. my boss from my uh my old job she uses OneDrive, Google Drive, and iCloud. And it's like... For all the same what? data? No, not for all the same data. Some oh. things are stored on OneDrive. Well, can you get iCloud for like a Windows computer? Can you get iCloud there? Yeah. Oh, you can that. log into the browser. I know that much. Oh. Okay. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Hey, fair enough. Um, their Their website is so weird the iCloud website dude Apple's websites are very weird I, like the way they function not necessarily visually but the way they function they are rather strange yeah their their website I don't know what the heck is going on with it but it literally looks like there's like footage uh, like you know screen captures going on on their server and they're streaming you video like the entire website interface just looks like <laughs> rendered you know, compressed video it's so strange anyway yeah. <laughs> well i mean look at this uh speaking of misleading this is the apple card a new kind of credit card created by apple not a bank except they're running it through goldman sachs yeah like um I suppose t you could argue Goldman Sachs is not a bank. It is a bank, but I suppose you could maybe argue that. Right. I wouldn't try to argue that. No. <laughs> like, you know, I will say this, though. They have some pretty neat ideas for their uh, their card, actually. Some stuff that I wish uh, my Visa card would get because I like the whole... Uh, they have a system and wherever you swipe the card, it, it registers that location with their system. So that that's actually kind of neat. Like, I don't really like it because it's tracking me, but considering they already knew where I was anyway, because they know where the, you know, they know the business 
where the purchase was made. So, you know, it's like they're going to know anyway, but I do like that whole interactive map thing and you can see it and you can pull it up. And if you didn't make the charge, you could just push a button and dispute it like right then and there. I, I actually like that feature. Yeah. I I mean, I've never had my credit card stolen before, thankfully. Um, but that's a really neat feature. Yeah. That seems interesting actually. Yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of, I think banks should be afraid of, tech companies especially because they are like one of the slowest to innovate and yes and it's well, that's like, why they tried to uh beat down uh walmart for trying to get a bank they uh yeah. all the banks joined together just could you imagine if walmart launched a bank oh we're gonna talk about that my friend oh we're gonna talk about that because yeah you know, walmart is walmart is gonna get their bank like they are walmart- finally gonna get their bank yeah, well, the, the last well, I don't story. mean just I don't mean just cryptocurrency. I mean they are literally going to have a bank in every single Walmart in the in the world because they already have that. Uh, what do they call it? Do you remember what they call it? Western What's Union. That? No, 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 no. They have that. Uh, they actually sort of have a bank, but not a bank. Hmm. What's it called? I forget what it's called. I don't know. Some WalMarts have it. They're like related to Walmart. But it's not a Walmart. I have no bank. idea. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, Walmart is trying to launch a bank, and the banks are only delaying the inevitable. And I feel that when Walmart gets a bank, because, you know, it's interesting. We don't talk about Walmart much on this podcast, but uh, I would say the scariest company that's probably going to come around and eventually whip everyone's ass is going to be Walmart. Even Apple yeah. should watch out for Walmart because Walmart's getting into everything and yeah unlike apple and google walmart has like walmart's not going anywhere like i don't care i know everyone loves to hate on walmart and all that other stuff but they're not going anywhere anytime soon you know apple could very well disappear in a couple years especially oh, yeah. if they keep having all likely. these data breaches and if yeah. the tech company and if the fcc or was it the fc ftc or fcc i forget F- ftc yeah the, the ftc wanted to break them up you know, no one's trying to break up Walmart. Walmart is so low key. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like, for such a big company, they don't get into politics. They don't get into anything. They're in the business of making money. They're very good at it, and they make a lot of money. Now, granted, yeah. they don't make as much profit as Apple because they have significantly more overhead, but they're they're actually surprisingly really diverse. Yeah. For a for well, such they're a, large a vertical company. monopoly. Yeah. And because um, anyway, so one of the things that Walmart has been trying to break into is banks. Uh, the local Walmart around here actually does have like some weird bank type thing in it. And yeah, it's a, I have a credit union in the one that's near me. Yeah. Essentially, what they want to do is every Walmart location becomes a bank and they become a bank. And, you know, because like Walmart's been cashing checks before they did all of that. Yeah. So and, you know, they do it for really cheap too, like practically nothing. Yeah. And it makes sense. You know, you they, go in there, you cash your check, you give them $5, and then you go and spend all your money there. It's like, yeah. Walmart is a predator, and I think that they need to be broken up just like uh, the rest of these companies. Oh, yeah. But. They totally do. But uh, I hope that <laughs> Apple, Microsoft, and all these companies do watch out for them because Walmart's getting into game streaming. Walmart's getting mm-hmm. into data centers. Walmart's getting yeah. into banks. Walmart's getting into cryptocurrency. And Walmart has the clout and the money to back all of it up. I mean, so does 
everyone else, but you know, Microsoft has run out of, I guess, expendable cash. And I would say a large part of that is buying LinkedIn for almost thirty billion dollars. <laughs> How was that yeah. deal, by the way, Walmart? I mean, uh, Microsoft was uh, was LinkedIn worth the twenty eight billion dollars you paid for it? LinkedIn it is worth more than GitHub. Are you kidding me? You didn't know that? Oh, Not I did, really. I did Look know up that. LinkedIn. I knew that. I yeah. knew that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was like one of the GitHub. things they bought GitHub, and it was like twelve billion. Is that right? For no, how I much was GitHub? GitHub acquisition. It was seven point five billion dollars. How the hell? Yeah, GitHub is wasn't worth that LinkedIn either. worth more than GitHub? I do not understand that. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn was like twenty some plus billion dollars. The Microsoft Corporation paid so much money for it. Well, um, I mean, I guess like if there are. I think that that the, there's the the similarity between the two, is that you know, GitHub has lots of like, accidental uh, you know, push requests or whatever uh, with like authentication information in them. You know what I'm saying? And oh, like yeah. if if like if like CEOs are like sending each other like you know private information through direct messages on uh on linkedin then maybe that's kind of like what microsoft's angle is with these is like collecting this proprietary information i don't know yeah no i'm i'm with you but uh but yeah it blows me away that walmart is going to get in all these things and you know they should get into social media yeah they probably will (laughs) they probably won't on that one um there's no money in it that is one thing i will give walmart credit for when they enter a market they usually do make really good money and they usually are very successful at it Hmm. um to a terrifying degree like an absolutely terrifying degree and you know it probably has to do with the fact that the walton family still runs walmart and and doesn't really give a crap anyone else says yeah and and they do man like um because uh, I know some people that work at Walmart in, like, say, the mid-ish management, you know, like store managers and site managers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Walmart expects a lot from their managers. And I mean a lot. Like, you would expect that Walmart would be, like, more, I mean, not necessarily lax, but, like, they would have a lot of rules, but not necessarily enforce it. Hell no. Walmart enforces all the rules. You break a rule, Walmart will discipline you and if you break too many or go above a certain amount you know they have a disciplinary system uh they just fire you yeah they don't care like they fire you you're like goodbye get out like they are so it's kind of funny because um you know walmart's famous for not paying their employees well and all sorts of other stuff uh but they're a lot more lax with their i guess lower level employees than they are their you know upper level their upper level executives and stuff have to really toe the line yeah, I'm sure there's that whole thing. Once you get high enough, it's less of a problem. But somewhere in the middle, there's that sweet spot, and like all those people are held to an exceedingly harsh standard. Yeah, well, crap rolls downhill. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'm not like praising Walmart or anything. I just I, f- I find that absolutely fascinating that there is a corporation in this country that actually holds its managers accountable instead of its lower employees. Like the store does bad, they don't blame the employees; they blame the managers. Yeah. And and that 
philosophy is probably what's made him so successful because that makes sure that the manager does their job. Because right. you can't say, well, my employees just didn't work. They'll be like, well, why didn't you make your employees work? You're fired. Get out. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think uh, of like the last time I set foot in a Walmart. You know, I set foot in a Walmart the other day for ice cream, and uh, I don't regret it. I paid cash. I honestly, I don't think I've been in a Walmart for like 11 years. Yeah, but you don't have a Walmart near you. No, but I mean, the closest <laughs> I used to live near a Walmart like eight years ago. And yeah, I haven't been in a Walmart for years before that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, huh. I mean, Walmart's not really my favorite place to go. I mean, yeah. Everything they have there. I mean, I don't like the produce from there, obviously. I shop locally anyway. I'm one of those people. I like yeah. my local food. It's cheaper. I mean, I go to the, the co op, the farmer's market, and the grocery the this the local supermarket and it's cheaper and awesome yeah. well it might not be cheaper but it is awesome <laughs> right. given where you live you don't really have much of a choice no, no. dude i like this this is truly off topic um <laughs> anyway uh so walmart <laughs> is expanding walmart is also expanding in artificial intelligence quite heavily they're oh, investing God. billions in artificial intelligence um because you know walmart already and, and grocery stores already have this, where they have those robots that go around and clean the store. And they have those robots that go down an aisle and do inventory for the whole damn aisle. I mean, how long does it take a that. person to inventory in an aisle? Quite a while. Yeah. How long does it take those robots from the time they enter the aisle till they leave? Like, mm. it's it's amazing. Like, it, it, you know, it's really cool how far we've come, you know, because... We're both 90s kids. We remember the 90s. You know, the 90s was a weird time where, like, we had the internet, we had computers, but it was still kind of, like, before all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, now man, I'm an 80s kid. I was born in the 80s. Yeah, whatever. You're literally <laughs> a single year older than me. You were not an 80s kid. <laughs> you are about as much of an 80s kid as I am. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's nuts where we've come. And some of this stuff is, like, really, really cool. Like, like Amazon's store that has some issues, but for the most part, functions just fine. Like, that's really cool, like, being able to just go around, pick up your stuff, and then walk out. Like, yeah. You know, it just pays. I had that idea, like, 15 years ago. I was like, that, why isn't that a thing? Yeah, and we know why it's a thing, because it's really damn hard. Not to mention, you have to be really creepy. I mean, they have more cameras than a casino, man. Yeah. Like, they're everywhere. And it's in, you know, it's not just for like shoplifting and stuff, but you know, the funny thing is, is that store is probably teaching their AI a lot oh, like, yeah. about people, no how, and you know, they don't really do anything like when people like steal and stuff. And I was thinking about that the other day, like, I'm sure they probably call the cops and stuff, but I, they don't like stop you. Although then again, they might not know when you're doing it. I, I mean, pe it's weird. People have stolen from that store, like yeah. purposely stolen from that store. It's weird. Because you can just put anything in your pocket and it doesn't care. It should charge you for it. But for some reason, it doesn't always do that. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a software thing. They don't realize that they're stealing or what. But anyway, uh, the point I was trying to make is even people stealing would teach them better because their system would be able to alert security that someone is potentially stealing. Yeah. Or, you know, and like there's just so much like, like it's really cool, but then it's really creepy at the same time. Yeah. 
you know it's, it's uh it's very strange like remember when that store opened in it was seattle i think yeah and remember everybody was there and it was it, dude it's really expensive of a store like it's it's not cheap like that's the thing that blew me away too like all the people were gone there and everything was like really expensive but on the other hand not having cashiers um really does free up the employees to do stuff that's a hell of a lot more meaningful than ringing someone up yeah like cleaning the store stocking you know all sorts of stuff so you know you cut down on people which saves you money and you also get to have a cleaner store the customers get a better experience because i mean i don't know if they just like overly stock that store but like a lot of the people that i saw going in there it blew me away that there was like an employee at like every aisle now hmm. i don't know if it was just because the system was new and they hired a bunch of extra people or if that was their or if that's their original intent all along like take the number of people that we were having in cashiers plus the number of people we were having elsewhere in the store and just merge them into everyone's, you know, in the store doing stuff like helping customers, restocking, stuff like that. Hmm. I don't know. I find it neat, you know, yeah. from, from a technical standpoint, I find it to be really neat and cool. And on the other hand, I find it to be terrifying because I know that in the future, we're all going to end up with like this dystopian universe where, there's cameras covering literally every inch of the outside and inside. Yeah. I know we're, we're approaching it for better or worse. I'm going to get dude, called. We can hack stop crazy. it, dude. We just got to like elect people who give a crap. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm dude, not, let me know when I'm you find the... someone that actually wants to do that. Let me know when you actually find someone that wants to do that. Well, that would be I mean, I'm just not, I'm not going to be a cynic and I'm not going to give up. That's my. Oh, I'm not saying give up. It's just right now there's no one. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree. That's the trajectory we're on, but I think we can do something about it. Absolutely. So what was the original topic? We were talking about uh, Apple being sued. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I think we have sufficiently exhausted that line of. Uh, yeah i hope apple loses by the way and that on that note i hope apple loses because i just want to see apple lose at this point like i don't like i want i want they're very unethical i want there to be precedent set that states that you can't just call something cloud you know it's not the apple cloud it's not iCloud. if you don't if apple the company doesn't control like physically have control over the server that's what i want to see Anyway, what do you guys think about this? What how what what is the most desirable income or outcome for this uh, for this lawsuit? Let us know in the show notes forum.heavyelement.io. We'd love to know what you guys think about this. R two K O D J Y. All right, Raven, a judge has ordered Georgia to switch to paper ballots for 2020 elections. Fantastic. What do you think about this? We should only be using paper ballots. I completely agree. About the only thing paper can, the only way to cheat a paper ballot is to literally load it up in a truck and run away with it. Like there's no other yeah. way to cheat a paper ballot. Paper ballots are the only way we should vote. And cuz you completely know agree. I've never ever had uh, cuz like in my state you can request a paper ballot. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because if you request a paper ballot, they're like, no. It's like, well, you have to. And then you have to stand around for an hour and wait because they don't have any. 
Um, mm. But the electronic machines around here are probably just as bad as the ones in Florida. Like, you'll push candidate A, and then it'll switch to candidate B. And then you'll push candidate yeah. A again, and it'll switch back, and it'll stay. And then it'll switch back. Or you'll push for candidate B, and it'll switch to candidate A. It's like, yeah, ugh, like it's not... Because I know a lot of people are like, ah, you know, it's cheating for whatever. And I'm sure there are, there are instances of that happening. Um, but at least in this area, it's just the machine is sh- so shitty. Like, I've pushed a button and it changed an answer above because the touch sensitivity on it is so bad. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just atrocious. Yeah, yeah so, like, uh, th- these this this state, Georgia, uses the Diebold AccuVote TSX machine. Oh, yeah, you can totally These are extremely those. old. Like, uh, they're, like, from the 90s, aren't they? Yeah, I believe so. Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, and... S- yeah the hardware and software date back to around 2005 according to the article and that is just kind of atrocious like we you know the fact that first of all hold on you know we were talking about earlier about walmart yeah right walmart could do a better job walmart (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna say that but what i will say is that you know you said I will give Walmart credit because they don't enter a market unless they know they can make money. What the what the hell is Diebold's uh, thing here with producing AccuVote machines? These machines are used once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. It's like every voting machine that's operated in the United States has these flaws and has since forever. Um, yeah. And you should look at who some of these machines are connected to. Like, dude, really look at who owns the machines. Like, yeah. Mitt Romney, when Mitt Romney ran, he owned the company, one of the companies that makes the voting machines. Yeah. You know, and various billionaires. It's funny because we're not talking millionaires, but quite a few billionaires own companies that make voting machines. Yeah, you want to talk about government waste. Yeah, voting machines. Yes, paper voting is, machines. Paper is much cheaper. And you know what you can do with paper when you're done? You can just throw it away. It's not going to do Recycle anything. it? Yeah, you can, you can do that too. You can let nature like, recycle it or you can just do yeah. it yourself. You know, don't don't use all that crappy paper that has all that crap in it that makes it not recyclable. Um, yeah. But yeah, just use paper. Just normal paper, everyday paper. Yeah. Because it's, it's ridiculous. The, well, yeah, and these machines, you know, not to, you know, it's not just like the conspiracy theorist and, and you and myself that, that think this is a bad idea. It's the computer scientist guys, you know. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Like, you can't trust it. These things, these things have known vulnerabilities. Yep. These things do not have the proper sanitation going on to prevent, uh, you know, malware from being injected into these things. They might not be connected to the internet, but there are devices surrounding them that are. And it's like, these are, they're not reliable. There's no, like, chain of, you know. um, Yeah, there's nothing. They can just, there's no quality testing Yeah, there's no auditing. It's just, it's bad. They do the audit one time. It's so bad. Before they push them out, and then they never see audits ever again, it seems like. And. And you know how good audits work when you look at like what VW did yeah. with their yeah. with their diesel is super clean. <laughs> oh, dude, Th- these things should not be allowed anywhere. Voting machines should be completely banned. You should have to vote 
by hand with paper in person in my opinion unless anything special you just put a mark through a box oh god yeah like oh my god even so even like the even the freaking machines that count i i think that like you shouldn't even have like electronic counting like it should be counted a lot by hand. of it's done by hand yeah a lot of it's done by hand yeah by the area in, i when i moved from where i used to live to where i live now um they have they have people uh they used to have people that counted by hand and now they have like voting count machines so you you have a paper ballot i mean your area has you, like what two thousand people voting like wow like it shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be that yeah. hard to vote, like count 2,000 ballots. Right. Like, it, it's it's so stupid. And it's like, at least there's the paper trail of having a paper ballot at that point. Yep. But still, it's like, who said that that machine is reliable? No one. Now, granted, I think the machine, <laughs> I literally think the machine that accepted my votes the last two times was made in the 80s so it's probably you know what it's, <laughs> it's probably, probably more, more trustworthy it probably yeah. is because it's super simple um but yeah. yeah these things are just run off government contracts they're literally just a scam they get paid a ton of money and they produce a mediocre ass machine it wouldn't surprise me if they outsource it like you know um internationally like india or something they just find yeah. some random guy hey want to make 10 bucks an hour yeah sure whatever like it that you know like boeing oh uh, yeah. that still makes me chuckle because that error it, is from outsourcing it to some dude in india for 15 bucks an hour or 12 bucks an hour or something like that right yeah it's just this is it's so paper bad paper, paper. solves it's... all the problems um i wish my state would switch to paper i wish all 50 states would switch to paper i doubt california will ever switch to paper um because yeah. they'll just claim i don't know it's environmental and friendly i mean it's paper it, it if it's recyclable paper it's like just turn it into toilet paper for prisons or something <laughs> like <laughs> like i mean if it's reused man it's all yeah. good like just don't waste it and like after it's done we don't keep it anyway burn it i don't yeah. care recycle that's it turn it into compost paper, dude. like it, it doesn't that's one matter. of the funniest things i've ever heard <laughs> that's so funny dude, where do you think where do you think a lot of that shit goes anyway <laughs> God, <laughs> prisons get a lot of recycled goods, man. Yeah, gotta save that money, and they don't need nice stuff anyway. Apparently, probably yeah. why they're always so angry. Um, but yeah, I think it's great, and I like this ruling. This judge wasn't having any of it. This judge was like, "Look, if you can't implement this by 2020, then paper ballots." Like, I liked that ruling, um, because you know. Like, I'm all for fair and honest elections. I personally don't really care who wins. Cause you know me. I don't really think it really matters who wins anyway. Um, yeah, you're a cynic. I am. You're, you're a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, I, 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 you, you sound smart enough to be a Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> I do like Rick and Morty, but, uh, <laughs> well, the earlier seasons. I don't know if we'll ever get yeah. season four. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, you know, I, I really just, you know, I, I enjoy... Uh, how am I going with this? Anyway, um, paper I enjoy fair and honest election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I yeah. So I enjoy fair and honest election, and I think the best way to do that is paper ballots. Paper yeah. ballots is just I would agree. Great. Like, like I don't think paper anyone ballots. can argue. Like, I don't think anyone can argue against paper ballots. Like, if you have an issue with paper ballots, 
like I can understand like some people having like a disability um, and they're a very small portion of the population. So just assist them with it, you know, absentee ballots. That's yeah. what they're for. Yeah. There's many, there's many ways to accommodate. Yeah. There's plenty of ways to accommodate and none of it costs you money. Right. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, you're disenfranchising or whatever it is they say. I'm like, but there's like a million different ways to vote. Like, you, you know, if you want to vote, you may have to put in effort. Like, it takes effort to go down to the polling station. Yeah. Especially when you don't want either candidate to win. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, oh, like, come on, people. But, yeah, paper ballots are awesome. And, like I said, I don't think anyone can go wrong with paper ballots. I think that paper ballots, like, I, I just don't feel like anyone with paper could, you know, be against paper ballots. Yeah. Because they're just so There's perfect. A- there's only one reason to uh, want anything other than paper ballots, and that reason is you want to steal an election. Yes. yes. And like legit, like and, and I to get political. I'm a hardliner on this. Voter ID, you know, just to throw that out there and get attacked in the podcast. Voter ID, I cannot believe it's not a thing in the United States. I mean, I don't necessarily think that. Pretty needed. much every country except us has voter ID. Really? Yes. You should look into it. Like, there's nothing wrong with voter ID. Like, that's the thing I don't understand. Why is voter ID such a big deal? You want to prevent people from stealing I an election? Voter I ID. I don't like IDs. Yeah, well, per- sure. Period. You know what? You can go be an anarchist somewhere else. But, um, <laughs> but I, I, no, I, I get what you're saying. But it's like, voter IDs are great. Because that's the thing, you know? You want to make sure that someone only votes once. And you want to make sure that they're actually capable of voting legally. Like, that's it. And they don't cost anything. Like, they literally don't cost anything. Like, if the government has to foot the bill for that, I'm fine with that. Anything to cut down on corruption. And let me tell you, man, stealing elections is probably big money in this country. So. Probably. You know, if we can get rid of that, you know, we just got to start chipping away at the corruption wall. Quite frankly, voter ID is how you do it. Okay. Yeah. And then paper ballots. Well. Definitely we'll agree to disagree on that one. But paper ballots, definitely. Yeah, you gotta have we paper can high-five on you that. You have to have paper ballots. Like, you just you have to have yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think that there's a way to have fair and honest elections with a with a computerized <gasps> digital ballot? Let us know in the show notes, forum.heavyelement.io. Or if you agree with us, you can leave a high-five emoji. I don't think there's any way to do anything good with an electronic voting machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> So Raven, yes, our friends on Discord have been helping us with the show notes for the last two weeks. Um, our friend, the Code Dragon on Discord, actually submitted this story, and I wanted to pose this question to you: What does Walmart want with a cryptocurrency? Control. Control. I would agree with that. So Control. I actually wrote. Same reason Facebook wants one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually wrote a a pretty long, a a lengthy list of points on this, and I just kind of want to go over these things. I should probably switch to that story over here. (laughs) Um, So basically, uh, I think that Walmart wants in on the crypto game, and I think that it's weird that people uh, are asking why. Why? You know, there's a Forbes article, which is kind of the 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 jumping off point of this discussion and uh a lot of people are kind of playing ignorant 
or or really just don't know why and i can answer that the first thing that i thought when i just saw the headline of this article was they want to pay their employees with cryptocurrency they could do that but uh you actually in the united states cannot pay someone with anything other than legal tender well i mean I'm sure that Walmart has an army of lawyers who would argue that. It well, that is was decided term. in during our industrial revolution, back when uh, companies yeah. would print their own money. Right. Well, company um, script. Right. So that that was already decided. However, however, um, they can offer it as an option. Yeah. Uh, sort of like how companies offer. Um, uh, some companies are really dickish. And they offer those prepaid cars cards to pay their employees on like a visa i have no idea who on earth would ever take those but people actually take them i've heard about that yeah yes i it blows me away because from a legal standpoint you have to provide an employee of your company legal tender which in the united states is the united states you know the usd united states dollar you have to provide that however from my understanding, you can provide alternatives. You do not have to provide. Now, I don't know why any employee. That's also why it's not very common because who in the hell is going to take fake Walmart money over actual currency? Well, if if the Walmart money, if Walmart's crypto was acceptable as a uh, as a currency at Walmart, then yeah. and, and their employees are already there. And they, you know, and maybe they get a company discount if they use the crypto. Not just that. Walmart will push that thing everywhere. Oh, absolutely. And they have enough clout to, like, force. And they have the, and they have the expanse, uh, like, the reach to be able to, like, create some way to make managing your crypto simple enough for your grandma to use. Yeah. And, and they're, I don't think they have too many uh, data breaches either. Like, they're fairly secure. Um, the, uh, Walmart takes that stuff pretty fairly seriously. Blech. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that kind of brings me to the other thing that I thought is that low income households that find oh, banking yeah. expensive. Oh, wait, no, this is from the article The this is from the article. Uh, what I said was that they want to be a bank, but with their monopoly money, that way there's fewer, yeah. if any regulations for their poorest and most vulnerable customers that they could take advantage of. And when I read the article, what they said is, quote, low-income households that find banking expensive may have alternative ways to handle wealth at an institution that can supply the majority of their day-to-day financial and product needs. That's Could, could you imagine if Walmart um, finally got their banking approved? Like, finally got their bank approved? the one that they've been trying to get for like over 10 years now. And then they dropped the cryptocurrency. I could not imagine a more dangerous combination. Yeah. Because a lot of their employees would bank at the Walmart bank because Walmart would be like, Hey, guess what? You know, we're like credit unions, even though we're not a credit union and we don't charge you money for checking accounts or savings accounts or anything. So then all their employees put all their money in that. And then they come out with the cryptocurrency. And then they're like, hey, you know, uh, we'll give you 10%, 15% more wages if you use our cryptocurrency. And you can use our cryptocurrency and for a very small fee, turn it into, you know, you know, the equivalent of whatever it happens to be worth in USD. 
that would be terrifying. Yeah. Because that one would enable them to actually probably get around the legal problem of having to pay employees in USD because almost every employee would take it. And it would really push their currency. I mean, they have 2.2 million employees worldwide. Yeah. And that's just with the main company. That doesn't count like the branch corporations and all the other crap they own because Walmart owns way more crap than people seem to realize. Yeah. Um, and, oh, dude, that, it just that terrifies the hell out of me. Oh, yeah, dude, it, it, it terrifies me. And it's like, you know, I was talking about this with, like, some of my old coworkers. Um, and the, the response that I got was an eye roll followed by, I was like, I was basically like, Walmart wants to have their own, you know, cryptocurrency. And they're like, oh, like Bitcoin. And I'm like, yeah, like funny money. And they're like, all money is funny money. And I mean, they're not wrong about that, but they're also not like, I'm sick of that kind of mentality dude like the nihilism and the and the absolute like disillusionment it's like it's worth something because everyone thinks it's worth something and it's worth something also because it's backed by the good faith and credit of the united states government what is bitcoin backed by what is libra coin backed by what is what would walmart's money be worth it would be worth nothing especially when these private interests have control over it. Like it makes me, it makes me crazy, dude. I'm sick of nihilism. I really, it's so toxic and everyone, not just Rick and Morty fans, but like, it seems like everyone is like overwhelmed by this sense of defeatist. Def- like they just feel defeated. They, and they're like, yeah, everything's bullshit. Uh, everything's bullshit and nothing means anything. And what even are traditions and why should I even go to church and like all the stuff? And it's like, I'm sick of all of that. I don't know. I'm going on a rant now. I'm done. No, you're good. You're good. I went on a rant earlier. <laughs> I started talking about the, random stuff the, that had nothing to do with anything. The thing, <laughs> the thing that really bothers me is that we have tried this before and it has been bad news as you, as you mentioned earlier, right? Company script, mining towns would pay their employees basically nothing they would pay them money that was only valuable in the mining town and that would force the employees to only shop at the the company store and it basically made them indentured servants to the company and you know imagine if crypto if walmart's crypto became the de facto payment method Right. Like all of these, all of a sudden you have all these employees at Walmart who, who, you know, like 10 years down the line who don't even know, who aren't aware that they can be paid with real money, with U.S. dollars. That's the kind of issue that we face, dude. You know, you say that now, but you'd probably be amazed at how many people probably think it's legal for Walmart to pay them and, you know, not legal currency. Yeah. Because the reason how a lot of those places get around the prepaid cards is that those cards are in USD. Like, that's how they get around them. Right. Now, they shouldn't be able to do that anyway, but that's how they get around it. Because, you know, it's an old law. It existed before credit cards. So they get around it because it's technically still in USD, but this cryptocurrency isn't. So, you know, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Now, it could all just be in, like, a theory stage. Like, they want to try and experiment and see. 
which Walmart is famous for that. Most big corporations are famous for, you know, you know, dipping their big toe in the in the pond, you know, and being like, nah, you know, before they want to jump in or walk away. Yeah. So it could be that they'll walk away, be like, you know what, this isn't worth it. And that'll probably all depend on how most world governments react. But if they're not careful, I mean, like you said, Walmart's very predatory. And if there is there is no corporation on this earth that scares me more than Walmart. And that's because of how intelligent Walmart is. You know, yeah. unlike a lot of companies where like they'll they'll lean in a specific political ideology, Walmart does not have that problem. And that makes them, honestly, in my opinion, more dangerous because Walmart will lean whatever way they need to lean to get ahead. Whereas like Apple, for example, is at least in this country, they're fairly left leaning. So you kind of know where they stand on certain issues and they won't cross that barrier. Right. Walmart don't care. Walmart will go anywhere to make more money. They don't care what happens or what they have to do to get it. They'll just do it. And that's why I feel like Walmart is a lot more scary than all these big tech companies because once they get their hooks in, they're not coming out easy and they probably won't come out ever. Yeah. Well, wasn't it? I can't remember who it was, but there was a banker who said, I don't care who leads the company. I mean, who, who leads the country? I don't care what kind of government I have as long as I control the money. And it's like... Yeah, because if you control the money, you control everything else. Yeah. No one's going to touch you if you control all the money because it's like, you know, we're going to jail you. Like, okay, can I have a phone call really? Let me just make a quick phone call. And next thing you know, the whole market's collapsed. Yeah. Like, good luck. Ugh. That's why all these banks... And you know, that's another thing too. You know, this article brings up a good point. Like, you know, low-income families have a problem and i'm not saying like they're the problem but like this is a problem that they have and that is is that banks are extremely predatory to them yeah like bank of america charges you like what 15 bucks a month or something just to have a bank account yeah you know it's really funny because i've always had a credit union everyone in my family has a credit union when i finally got old enough to have a bank i obviously joined the credit union i was like 22 before i even knew that banks even charged people money yeah. Just to keep their money. Like, I didn't know. Like, I blew me away when a friend was like, oh, Bank of America charged me $15. And I was like, what'd you do? Like, is that your overdraft? Because I was like, that's really cheap. He's like, no, that's the monthly fee I pay to have a bank account. And I was like, that's insane. You have a monthly fee to have a bank account? Like, well, you know, I really, what was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast a couple of years ago. And I don't, I think it might have been the Nerdist podcast, but I don't remember who the guest was. And, the guest said that they used to work at a furniture and appliance store and uh, they were, you know, they, they watched one of their fellow coworkers, you know, this guy came in, he's like, I need an air conditioner. And the, the, the coworker was like, Oh yeah, well this one's $300. And he's like, I'll pay you 250. Right. And this guy was obviously wealthy and he's like, I'll pay you 250. And the guy's like, how about, you know, 275? They haggled over it. And then this, you know, this pork couple came in and they had two kids with them. And and he, and the guy talking was the one who was, you know, waiting on these guys. And and the the poor the guy, the poor guy was like um I need an air conditioner and he's like, "Oh, it's $300." And the guy's like, he looks at his wife and he's like, "Ah. Oh, okay, I I think we can swing that." And it's like, you know, and I'm not saying that all poor people are poor because of X or whatever, but like, you know, if you are in a situation, if you're like poor, 
there are many factors that factor into why you're poor and some of it has to do with the fact that you know you haven't been taught how to actually manage your money right and it's like oh yeah that's like a huge huge problem and so if you're working at walmart and you've never been told hey guess what you can actually get paid in real dollars instead of you know monopoly money then perhaps you're not going to ever know this and you're going to be stuck on this uh, cyclical, venomous, destructive path to poverty. I, I, dude, I don't even the know. The only talking. nice thing about the Walmart currency would be if you're an employee who accepts it really early on, like really early on, because then you have the advantage of it ended up being like Bitcoin, where like you make the equivalent of seven twenty five an hour, and then the next thing you know, you have like you know, a couple hundred thousand or even a couple million dollars worth of Walmart currency, and then you just drop it. Yeah, but... Like, that's the only real advantage. I but seriously doubt years that down they the road, would let that happen, first of all. If if there was, like, uh, any kind of... Um, what do they call that when, when, it, when the value inflates and then you can cash out? What's that called? Um, I don't know the specific term. There's a term but for like it. They, well, they can't, they can't stop you from cashing out. It's just... Well, I bet the you if you try people... to cash out and you make that money, they would charge you like a huge portion of the, of the added still value. You'd come out way, way ahead. But my point was more only people at the beginning are going to benefit oh, yeah. from it. The only people that are going to benefit from the Walmart currency are people who get in on the ground floor at the very moment it starts. But let's say like 10 years down the road and everyone's convinced that that extra 10% paycheck is the best way to get it because they're obviously going to back the currency against the USD. So they're going to be like, you know, you get paid five Walmart coins an hour or whatever the hell they're going to call it. I have no idea what they're going to call it. Like Walton coins, like five Walton coins, (laughs) five Walton bucks. Like, I don't know, man. Like they can go pretty good with that. Five Mark coins, five Mark bucks. I don't know. I'm actually really curious as to what they're going to call it now. Yeah. But whatever they end up calling it, you know, you get five an hour. It's probably you know the it's worth FU visa. I don't know if you read the whole article, but. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Well, so, you know, anyway, I'm just going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know. This like, maybe they're going to say, like, you know, this five an hour or five a day thing is worth, like, I don't know, let's say it's $100. I mean, that's way low, but it's easy to do the math for um you know and then like we give you an extra 10 percent if you you know choose to get paid in our currency and you can stop by our local bank and you know you know only pay like one percent which means you still come out ahead even with the 10 percent bonus you know to turn to you know convert the money into usd well that'll sound really appealing to a lot of people yeah. and and because honestly walmart doesn't want the cryptocurrency to be volatile they want it to be worth something, but they don't want it to be up, down, up, down. Like, they don't want it to be like Bitcoin. Right. Because as great as Bitcoin is, it's all over the damn place. You know, one week it's $1,000, the next week it's $20,000. They don't want that. That level of insane inflation is really nice if you're investing and all this other stuff, but it's not nice for stability. Especially when you're trying to like run advertisements and the currency keeps going up and down, so like one day it's worth like a nickel. So yeah. you know they will want some level of stability, but it is still going to be a currency, so it'll still have fluctuations in values. So you know, I guess my point was, 
hooking people on that and then appealing to them that, hey, you know, you can still get US, you know, you can still convert it. Just stop by our bank, you know, or, or go online and you can go to like, because you know they're going to run like their own currency conversion center. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. And the difference between Bitcoin and this Walmart coin is I assume they will have the whole blockchain undone. So like it won't be like Bitcoin where it costs more money to like transfer it than it, you know, because I hate that part about Bitcoin. How expensive computation. It, it, I'm right on that, right? Like yeah. I'm not remembering it, crap the, wrong. It, it costs a lot of uh, a lot to actually in- incentivize the, the blockchain to actually process your transfer. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absurd. Like that's where Bitcoin fails. And that's where like a lot of the other coins are better. Like Lib- um LBRY's coins are different. Like they own the whole chain and it's basically done. Yeah. Same thing with um you know Facebook and I assume Walmart would be the same way. I'm sure there's others, but like that would be the advantage cuz it'll be like transfer and it will be like going, you know, at an airport to a kiosk and handing someone 500 bucks and getting you know, the equivalent in Japanese yen or wherever you happen to be. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, it could be really advantage. And, and if Walmart can get people across the globe to use it, that will be when we'll be screwed. Because the moment that happens, it's never changing because they could very well become the global currency. Because yeah. it won't be like, you know, oh, I have to take, you know, my USD and then I have to transfer it. It'll just be like, oh, I can just pay with my Walmart coins or bucks or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. I am in favor of I mean, the U.S. government issuing its own crypto. I'm in favor of cryptocurrency going the hell away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. You know, all the people are like, well, I like it because, you know, it can't be tracked. Well, neither can cash. Yeah. <laughs> so start using cash. Well, I can't use cash online. Well, buy a prepaid card. It don't cost anything. I mean, they cost a little bit, but not any more than dicking around with transfer fees for Bitcoin. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, you I buy a sixty dollars game with Bitcoin and you spend two hundred dollars, freaking paying the transaction fee. It's like no. The thing is, I would like crypto to go away because I I don't like it. I don't trust it. But the genie's out of the bottle. Like there's no putting it back in. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. And so and everyone's going with it. I think that the that the that the federal government should issue issue its own digital cash, and and it doesn't have to be like a cryptocurrency, but they can call it that. Just to like, I don't know, just to compete in that market. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be crypto, but it, you can call it that. You could call it like USB, like US bits or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, or instead of having one, they can just push a lot of regulation on it. You know, there's yeah. a lot of rules. Like if you want to use a cryptocurrency in the US, it has to be backed by the dollar. I like you know, that. Because yeah. Walmart has already said, apparently, at least in this article, that their currency will be backed by the dollar. Which means that gives that coin a lot of stability, yeah. especially compared to Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin is the most volatile uh, cryptocurrency I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I hope it, I hope it goes well. You know, I mean, I don't really want them to do it, but I hope if they do do it, they don't screw over too many people. Um, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get that. No, I think that it's going to end up being a complete and utter disaster for everyone involved. I do think, though, that compared to Facebook, it has a lot better of a chance. And I think part of that is is because Walmart is a retailer. Yeah. And Walmart has a much better, in my opinion, 
brand value than Facebook. Like Facebook is definitely well known, but they're not really trusted. Yeah. And weird as it is to say, people don't like Walmart, but you never really hear people going, I don't trust Walmart. I don't trust And the trust reason for Walmart. that is, yeah, I don't either. But you know what I'm talking about. Like normal people will be like, I don't trust Facebook, but they never say that about Walmart. Yeah. Because to them, Walmart is just a place where they go and buy goods and walk away. Although Walmart has their hands and a lot of other stuff, no one really thinks about that stuff. Right. So, you know, they have that perception going for them. And like I said, they're already a retailer. Like, what the hell am I going to buy with Facebook garbage? Yeah. No, really. What what on earth is anyone going to buy with that coin? It's going to be for like Facebook Marketplace or whatever it is that they have. Well, who gives a crap about that? Yeah. Well, couldn't they have just come up with something like uh, uh, similar to um, like free-to-play games where they have their own premium currency? Because it's basically all Facebook made. Yeah. If that's all it's for, they just made a freemium currency or, you know, and it's like, really? Really, Facebook? Like, their, their currency is stupid. But, you know, the other thing is, too, it's like they kind of want to do the same thing that um, that Walmart wants to do. They want to, like, bank the unbanked. They want to, like... Oh, yeah, make, absolutely. You know, they want to make payment exchanges online accessible to, like, people in Africa and stuff. Like, in yeah. rural communities. It's like... that, And that's just as dangerous, I think. Like, the, neither of these companies should be allowed to do this. No. Well, I think, it, like I've been saying the whole podcast, I think it's absolutely insane that Walmart stands a good chance against bank. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? They'll probably end up being a really good bank. I know that sounds weird, but they probably will end up being a really good bank. Maybe. Like, it, it, when you compare it to, like, Bank of America or Wells Fargo, anyway, they'll probably end up being way better for, you know, low-income people. Can you imagine how much money? Because, you know, if you figure you make, like, 10 bucks an hour, you know, if your bank's charging you $15 a month and you don't spend enough, because I think some banks, you got to spend like $3,000 or you have to have $3,000. I can't remember what it was to avoid the fee. Hmm. And you have a fee for your savings account and you have a fee for getting your new card and there's a fee for this and a fee for that, a fee, fee, fee. It's just everywhere. Like they just nickel and dime people into bankruptcy. You want to talk about other things? Yeah. Uh, taxes, you know. So, anyway, my point was more, I was getting off on a tangent, stopped myself there. I was about to talk about taxes putting people into poverty. Um, you know, if Walmart came out with a bank with this currency and didn't charge like a, like a fee, you know, I could see them getting quite the hold in a market and hurting big banks. Yeah. And you know, once they get it, they're not leaving. Oh, they, they're not that's leaving. one of they're, their stated they're in goals. for life. If you yeah. if you read the article, that's one of their stated goals. Oh yeah, goals. they yeah. and and that's the other thing too. You know, like the article states, they want to go international, and that's terrifying because can you imagine if Walmart had a cryptocurrency and you could say travel to Japan or South Korea or anywhere in Europe or wherever and just swipe your card and it just pays it automatically, no transaction fee, no nothing, it just transfers the money. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, that's super cool and really convenient. On the other hand, <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks because the nice thing about that currency is is it'll just transfer into the equivalent, you know, as far as yen goes or you know the won or whatever you know the euro, the British pound, the Swedish kroner, you know, it'll just transfer straight into that currency, right? You know, and it's so it'll be really convenient. You'll be able to access it anywhere. You know, when you go on flights and travels, you won't have to bring a cashier's check. 
or anything like that have money or deal with really really expensive money uh transactions at airports and stuff so anyway my point is it's like they have like a really good like chance at being the world's currency and that kind of sucks because i don't really like wordpress walmart no i don't either I, I, but it all could just be, you know, a crazy man's tinfoil hat guess, too. So, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, I don't think that we're crazy. I think that Walmart is, you know, if 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 Walmart, one of the greediest and least trustworthy companies in the world, had its own money <laughs> that they could, like, issue at a whim and manipulate the value of and pay their employees with, like... That would be an absolute disaster for literally the entire world. So I don't yeah. think that that I don't think that we're crazy. I, I want to know what everyone listening thinks wow. about this. Hey, um, this is insane. So if Walmart could convince everyone to use a Walmart coin or whatever they end up calling it, um, and not use credit cards, Walmart would make an extra two point three billion dollars a year just skipping transactions. Yeah, that's bonkers i mean they would never get that but if they could cut down 80 percent, i mean that's 80 percent. plus since they own the currency they kind of own you exactly so, you know it's like ugh. yeah i don't know i i want to know what everybody out there thinks because i think that this is just insane and it shouldn't be allowed to happen but uh yeah let us know what you think on the forums uh forum.heavyelement.io uh we'd love to hear your guys thoughts on this and uh, if you're not already, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, check, uh, check the show notes for a link to that. Um, Raven, my friend, I, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think so, too. Uh, it ended up being longer than we thought it would. It did, and I'm glad. I we went on way too, many tangents. way too many tangents. <laughs> it's all good. Way too many. <laughs> I think we both did. I think we talked about rocks or something. <laughs> or stamps. So this is my stamp collection. Mm, <laughs> nice. What's your most valuable stamp? stamp? I don't have it. Oh, you, you got you me all hot and bothered day. for your stamp I know, collection. Right? I know, right? Oh, yeah. I almost needed a stamp the other day. I said I needed a stamp, but I almost needed a stamp. I thought I was going to need one. I thought I was literally going to of the post office and buy a single thing. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for being here, my friend. It's a, It's been a pleasure as always. Thanks everyone out there for listening and uh, we will talk to you again next week.